Greetings, everybody. We're here. Joe, are you ready? I'm ready, Bob. How Spike, are you? are you ready? Oops. Spike, uh, Spike actually texted me, texted me. He's driving into work. He should be here within five minutes. Plus, we have a special guest who should be joining us at any moment, which will be fun. And this is like a Bob, Spike, and Joe reunion, uh, a, a little bit of a nostalgia party, and... Uh, by the way, nothing is prepared. This is open-ended. Uh, whatever you feel like talking about, talk about Joe, and same for Spike. Also, we can, and we're going to do something really, I'm going to propose something really group, uh, goofy to our uh, web developer, Dave, who never wants to be on the show. Hi, Dave. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Spike's not hey. here, so you have to pop on a second. Dave, Dave is the Wizard of Oz behind the scenes who makes everything happen. Dave, I have this goofy idea for today that I'm springing on you right now. Can we take the invite? Spot. Yeah. Can we take the yeah. invite link for anyone who wants to pop on with their phone and say hi to us? Can we post that link somewhere in the comments or somewhere they can see it? Maybe. Uh I love that kind of definitive response okay dave uh see if you can do that do you have the end you can you have the power right i think so uh yeah let me get the link and we'll see see what we can do yeah see if you can post that uh on F facebook and youtube so people can see it and um i think it would be daring and a little bit scary but remember when on, we're on the radio joe we would just take phone calls right oh yeah well we had a call screener this would be kind of taking them on screen but uh I've grown used to that here at uh, my little high school radio station. We have a phone and it rings on the air. I mean, it goes ring and you pick it up and you say, hello, who's this? Very dangerous. Uh, I, I don't recommend it, but it gets the kids thinking on their feet a little bit. So I'm, I know how that works. We could do that. All right. And you know that we all had a long meeting about you and we decided to make anytime you're on the show and really the whole show, even the Bob and Zip show with Ed Kelly, we decided to make it a cuss-free zone. We decided the same thing my mother used to say. You don't need those words. Well, that's great. And I didn't know if it was because of me or if because you were afraid you might get turned off of some platforms. But already somebody is saying it's nice to know no more F-bombs, that they're not welcome on the show anymore. I, I think you get enough of that in, in enough different places that, uh, you know, I... I I I think if you're if, if you do humor right, you don't need to do too much swearing. My although I will say, anytime an injury is involved, I'm going to swear like a mofo. <laughs> I uh, I just realized that about myself. Every time I oh, you know, like, kidding. I, yeah, I hurt myself or something. The first words that come out are the nastiest mm -hmm. ones I know, and I don't know why that is, but but it happens. Hey, Patty. Hello. How are you? Anybody wants to ask me and Joe anything? Uh, just text it. Just text it to your Facebook or your YouTube feed. I do want to mention this. If you're watching us on Facebook, it's a great place uh, to catch the live stream. Uh, but if you are watching us on YouTube, it's a great place to sign up, click subscribe and like, and then we notify you every time we're going to go on. Plus, it's a great place to catch them on demand. And all of our podcasts, our audio podcasts are at all the audio platforms like spotify and apple and amazon and 
basically anyone that'll let us in the door. So, uh, okay, we don't have Spike yet. We don't have our special guest, but we will at any moment. So right now it's just me and Joe. Well, I'm still blown away by this technology that we can sit here live and different. Uh, well, you're in the West now. You're in the Southwest, but different, different places. And people can, and, and that we can be on multiple platforms. I mean, I can understand. I mean, we were broadcasting on video 15 years ago, but only hosting on a, on a particular yeah. website. We couldn't, we couldn't be, be on KZOK, KJR, and KISW all at the same time. No, no, this is, this is a fascinating and the, the world's just getting smarter. My house got a lot smarter today. I, I already, I, uh, was getting, I got a, I got finally, uh, got an alarm installed and stuff. Uh, you know, that you never know these days how it's going, but I didn't realize, you know, how much smart stuff you got when you signed up for an alarm now. I mean, my house already knows me. It said, when I left, it said, Joe, Joe just left from the front porch. I mean, it knows who I am. It can tell the difference between animals and people. It'll say there's an animal in your backyard. I mean, this is, this is an amazing world we're living in right now. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're getting in on the smart home technology. Do know that everybody in the world is spying on you and all of your data is going into like everything about you. Your vacuum cleaner knows what kind of furniture you have. You know, you're, you're smart. What kind of, what kind of alarm did you get from a service? Yeah. From ADT, which okay. I had it, I had it for years and then I haven't had it for years, but I had the sign in my yard and that's done a good job. I haven't had the sign any. is sometimes that's all you need. It's a sign oh, saying yeah. you have an alarm. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, uh, which house do you want to break into? I think we'll break into the one without the alarm. Yeah, and that's what happened is my next door neighbor uh, had an, an issue a, a month or so ago, and it's it's just getting to the point to where I kind of want to know who's poking around outside my house, be it a deer or a or a bad guy or whatever. I'm curious, so uh, I saw so you, a commercial you, one time too many, and yeah. I said I'm going to call and do that. So I did, and it's not that expensive uh, the monitoring, and even the, the equipment is cheap now. Um, my, my son's system. Well, I got a new system too. It was seven ninety nine at Costco for eight 4k high resolution cameras. And the whole thing went in in a couple of hours and like super easy to do. Um, do you, do you have cameras too? I have, yes, I have a camera in front and a camera in back. I don't have eight of them, but I have, I have two. And now you're giving me some buyer's remorse because I think I might've spent a little more than that um, and had to sign a really long-term deal to do it too. <laughs> yes. But no, 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 that, but ADT is a, that's, that's a good company. You're, you're in good hands. You're monitored. Spike is joining us now. Gentlemen. How are you? Fat and happy. Good. Let me, let me get a better, Excellent. let me get a better camera angle here. Yeah. Some you're a little less fat so. and just as happy if you adjust. The I camera know, right? Camera. There you go. <laughs> Wow, this, this is wonderful. Bob, Spike, and Joe together. Uh, and a lot of people are commenting. That's great. Ask us a specific question if you want. And pretty soon, and this will be an experiment, but pretty soon <laughs> we're going to post the link. And if you want to hop on the video with us, tell us why you want to hop on the video with us. And we don't really have a video screener, but we'll... we'll at least let a couple listeners on just to test the technology or, or a dress code, you know, 
Oh yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I can swipe swipe yeah. right or left quick enough. <laughs> I think I think here's the thing. And I was just talking to Joe about how we're not going to swear anymore and if you need mm-hmm. to, you know, do your buckle up, do your best. Um but our at our age and our listeners, I don't think, you know, I don't think we have any bad guys out there or bad girls. I think we've all We've all sown our wild oats. We've all robbed a convenience store or two and swore <laughs> off ever doing that again, right? <laughs> I, I've uh, three, okay, three, yeah. <laughs> and burned down your parents' house. I, I feel guilty. It's so funny. The other day, Lisa and I went to this big state park called the Ring of Fire, north of Las Vegas. I don't know if any of you are familiar with it, but it's amazing. It's kind of like Bryce Canyon. It's kind of like uh, Red Rock Canyon. It's, fantastic orange rocks and anyway we go in there and we're super psyched because we qualify for the senior annual pass and an annual pass is like a hundred bucks but if it's 30 bucks if you're a senior maybe they think you'll die before you can use it enough Ouch. i don't know <laughs> i don't know uh, you, get anyway, your, you get to bury there right you can, if you drop there and just cover you with stones and yeah, I don't know <laughs> if we have bears. I think it's rattlesnakes and coyotes and no, buzzards. No, no, buried, buried there. Oh, buried. Oh, <laughs> Las yeah. Vegas mafia yeah. reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A hit in the in the in the park. Anyway, so we go in there and we pay for our pass, thirty bucks. And when you're a senior, that's like the coolest thing. Like I got this card that'll get me into any national park for life. And we bought this, and Lisa says, "This is good for both of us, right?" And the lady goes, well, technically, it says your name on it. You can hang it in your on your mirror, but technically you should have two. And for the rest of the day, I was like, oh, if I go back, I have to just buy another pass. I can't. Like, I'm getting too close to being at the pearly gates. I can't go up there and go, you stole. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you traded all for 30 bucks. Was it a good deal? Yeah. Yeah, there enjoy are... your work of fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. About but actually, I have silly thoughts like that. And then so when Joe said, I don't know, I, don't, I teach a high school, uh, we can have all those F words. I thought, well, freedom of speech versus being nice to people. Well, I, nice I think the people. best the, yeah. the best part of freedom of speech is the freedom to not have to throw F-bombs around too, you know? Yeah, we didn't do it for, what, 25 years, so I don't see any reason that uh, we seem to get along just fine without. I don't swear <laughs> yeah. as a as a, as a, a practice. Like it's, I was telling Bob before, only when I'm, only when I hurt myself do I swear. And I, I, if I could control that, I would. But for some reason, those are the words that come out first. I mean, that's yeah. just the way. When the goes. hammer hits the, hits, the, hits the thumb. Tim Hunter has a question. All right, if you want to ask us questions, uh, Dave. Just post questions, but I love hearing from everybody. Tim says, do you make anything this for this, or is it a passion project? It's neither. Um, it's Yeah. Yeah. Joe? <laughs> sorry, sorry. How much are you getting today? Uh, n- nothing. It cost me a little because I had to drive in from school. Uh, usually I'm at school, but it's midwinter break, and I could do this from home, but I've got a nice setup here. I've got a decent camera, decent microphone, so... I'm not, I'm not getting anything unless it's something, unless I don't know about it. Is it, is is there something in it, is in this for us here? We do have a Patreon account. You can go to Bob Rivers, uh, patreon.com slash Bob Rivers and contribute a little bit if you want. 
but really mostly what I make by doing this is bills, um, web hosting, um, actually the web hosting. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Google. I'm paying Google. Facebook wants to charge me to rent back the audience that we brought to them over the years. Um, <laughs> StreamYard is amazing. This is a television studio inside of a web browser. Uh, but it's an annual subscription, uh, clean feeds, a subscription. It's just all these like things and stuff, but it's, it's small potatoes. Uh, so no, we're not, no one's getting a paycheck yet. Now, if I sell enough maple syrup. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> now, are you back there? You're heading back there uh, like soon, right? Yes. Uh, we took a couple hikes the last couple of days and we're flying to nice. Vermont. Turns out the people who bought the farm from us are, wanted to keep the tradition of maple syrup going. And I'm surprised as, you know, surprised by my decent health and said, you know what, let's, Hank, you want to make maple syrup? And so it's a vacation uh, for a month. Next visit will come from Sugar House. Now, we do have a special guest standing by, and I'm loving this. Um, I think... Yeah, I think I think we should uh we should give her a warm welcome. Uh but I don't know how long she has uh because she she's she's very All right, I got to ask her first. Casey, welcome. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? <laughs> Hello, Hi. Casey. Tell me you're not driving. No, I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a few minutes? Can I play a little intro I for do. bring you I'm, down I'm memory in lane? The, uh... I'm in the daycare parking lot. You might see a Pikachu in the car seat behind me. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Here's Casey, ladies and gentlemen. That's enough, isn't we, it? We couldn't That's find Joe doing on. that. We couldn't What's find Joe doing on? that. Come on. Hang on a second. Nobody wants that? to see or hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, can we get that pumped into the daycare where they have your kids right now and let them what see that? What the hell was I doing in that clip? <laughs> Whatever you wanted. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, that is embarrassing. Oh. Wait a minute. That's rocking. Come on. That was Go. awesome. <laughs> It is, it is, it was interesting as I, uh, like, well, what can I play to, you know, for memories that we have in video? And I, and I thought she's going to be talking to us as a soccer mom in front of daycare, uh, with a Pikachu in the back seat. And 
We got a you Pikachu know? is what we got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story about that? Is Please that do. Yeah. Were, my my kids will they hate me singing. So if I sing along with any song, they'll say, Don't sing, don't sing. And I can't tell you how many times I have said, Young ladies, your mother used to sing for hundreds of people at casinos <laughs> all over the area. Thousands. Thousands. Yes. Uh, do you know, I, I'm going to tell you something. There was one year that Spike and the Impalers played and I added up and you were awesome, Casey. I mean, seriously, freaking amazing. And what a wonderful thing to, you know, reflect back on. And it was so if, fun. If yeah. I had ever had abs, I would want them <laughs> on video. <laughs> Most of us have never even had more than a one pack. Much a reminder of what yeah, I, once was. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, you're still a hot mom. Anyway, so, um, but back then, uh, one there was one year at the peak of Spike and the Impaler's popularity where we were playing to sold out shows, 2,000 plus people at, uh, what was it? Uh, the one in Emerald Queen, yep. twice a year, Tulalip sold out. 2,500 people in the summer, Snoqualmie three or four times a year, uh, Indian Creek, a whole, a whole bunch of uh, different casinos. And I added them up one, one year, and I, I thought about putting this on a poster. We played in front of more people that year than Pearl Jam did in Seattle. They took a year they, off. They played at the Key Arena and a couple of places, but... Uh, but you know what I mean? It was a it was a thrill and to be surrounded by such talent. You're so good. Do you still sing at all? Uh, in my car. Yes. All the time. When the kids tell you to stop. I don't care. They tell me to stop and I'm like, I'm in charge. <laughs> and then they cry anyway and I stop. <laughs> but yeah, I, so miss, how are... I do miss performing though. So not hmm. not recently. Yeah. Well, you could still... You know, there's a there's clubs, there's bars, there's like uh, you you know, John um, can uh, watch we, you know, kids. We play a lot. The Impalers have about a half dozen gigs already this summer. And we're adding more, and I got to tell you, I'm asked about you three. Every I, it it never fails. No matter where we're playing, mm. I'm asked about all three of you. Not that you need it, but I would be happy to come sing anytime. Save the tape, Bob. Save okay. the tape. <laughs> That would be great. I'd be happy uh, to come and not sing. I mean, that would be... Instantly <laughs> cowbell? Yeah, I'd bring a piece of metal. Yeah, yeah. And I think my playing days are over because, uh, you know, I I used to ride the short bus to musician school and really <laughs> try hard to memorize parts, but uh, who knows? You know, you never know. It could happen. If it was for you a good You bring call. two cowbells. You can play that. Yeah, I think I, I, the triangle has been making a huge comeback. If you saw the Super Bowl, I think yeah. I could handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, since we have you as our special guest, this is sort of a first. We can't do this all the time. Everybody's busy. Everybody has to work except me. Uh, but this is um, this is sort of our first time with a reunion uh, live stream. How are you, Casey? Everyone wants to know what are you up to. Um, how are you and John? You have two beautiful kids now. Tell us a little bit for the people that haven't seen you since Q13. Say, say a little bit about yourself. Oh, I feel like I'm unworthy of such a beautiful question. My goodness. Um, <laughs> we're good. I'm living in the suburbs. 
<laughs> which I swore I would never do, but I love it. And um, I'm working full time for Valve, which is uh, a gaming company located in Bellevue and working on communications and marketing, which has been like a real challenge, but in a good way and traveling with them a lot, which is good. Um, oh, I've become a puzzler. You were like always a puzzler. <laughs> yeah. Puzzling, puzzling. You're puzzling. Yeah. You're always puzzling. Uh, uh, um, complicated. What What do you mean a puzzler? And by the way, what what is Valve? Uh, Valve? So uh, we, make, uh, we make video games, uh, PC games, uh, to be specific. And we run the Steam gaming platform, which is a platform for lots and lots of PC games from different companies. So um, it's the same company that I used to work for once a year as a host for a gaming tournament. So That's I just I thought, yeah. came on board full time and um, it was hard to transition away from TV at first mm -hmm. because I'm used to people giving me feedback, good and bad as I'm talking. So uh, <laughs> that was, I would do something and I'd be like, how was that? Anyone? Anyone feel it? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I hate that. Like when you don't get any feedback from your teammates or anything. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, because I don't know if you're like me, but the voices inside your head are always full of self-doubt, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Constant. Absolutely. But I will say um, my oldest, Scarlett, who is five, um, it's a bit like parenting a five-year-old version of myself, which is um, just as beautiful and frustrating as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the kids are your parents' revenge, right? Oh, yes. They remind me mm. of that all the mm. time. <laughs> they do. Well, you have smart parents. Um, <laughs> and so, so when you think back on working with these characters and me, uh, if you ever do, uh, what are your thoughts in perspective now, uh, you know, to what, what, what we had, what the entertainment was, uh, and, uh, you know, where, where it fit in your evolution. Cause you had a, you had a multifaceted multimedia career and you're still sort of in it. I, it's funny. I actually do think about it a lot. I think about it a lot in a general sense because it shaped so much of who I am now. Like it was, that was the biggest chunk of my twenties. I wish I would have had more fun. I wish I would have gone out more. Um, but because Sorry about I was the 4 a.m. alarm clock. Yeah. I know. I know. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I look back on that time and I'm just so grateful that I was able to do something of that magnitude at that age. Like, it's just insane that you trusted me to join the team. And I, I just have so many memories of, like somebody rang a bell recently and I, I felt like a dog. I was like, oh, did somebody say something funny? And I <laughs> I still have it, you but you're, have oh, hold on a second. You know what? I, sp I spaced out because when you said I work for Valve, I would have go plug all oh, there's yeah. Valve. Yeah. 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 yeah I, to I, I have a very vivid memory of that. I have very vivid memories of making eye contact with you when I had something to say of, um, I was in a separate studio, uh, because that's where you kept the women. No, I'm kidding. Uh, because that's where we did the news <laughs> and I could see Bob and Spike. I could see your faces, but I couldn't see Joe because he was behind the partition. So I would try to time 
what I had to say without stepping over people. And I would wait to see his hand. Sometimes Joe's hand would go up and sometimes I would hear the faintest sound of, well, and I would think, <laughs> oh, gotta wait. He's got something Joe's to about say. to talk. Yeah. yeah. Joe, what do you say to that? Well, it's, it's interesting. I never thought of that, but we weren't in that studio. Uh, we weren't very ergonomically set up. I never even no, thought it was about it. Okay. And, and we had everybody scattered in different production booths and newsrooms. That's right. Right. Yeah. So the, actually, and that makes you, I think, better broadcaster in a way. I mean, this is great to be able to see you guys and everything. It's wonderful, but you got to use your ears a lot more if you don't have the visual. So, uh, that's what I tell my kids at least, uh, because uh, they're, they're not always set up perfectly either. They got great equipment, but sometimes they're in different rooms. So, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it's, interesting, it, it's interesting the different, the different yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whoops there's whoops, a little echo going echo going on that, that might that be might coming be coming can you all hear that can you all hear that yeah yeah all right. no, it, it's I, it's kicking in now bob just let it go run go with it all right go with it go with the drugs oh I, something now now that i have a medical card you mean yeah um no it was uh it's an echo cancellation thing i put on joe's uh microphone because he doesn't have a mix minus, which is totally behind the scenes, technical stuff. So isn't this amazing, by the way, that we can be at four different places in a television sort of a, a thing, but, but this is your domain, Casey, more than ours, the whole television thing. Can you talk about the difference between and just... You know, TV, like when you went to TV, that, by the way, I was, uh, we were sort of devastated when you quit because you said you never wanted to get up in the morning again and uh, you wanted to concentrate on your boyfriend. And I totally was happy for him. And um, then you got up at three in the morning. <laughs> What's that? It was my. What's that? Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Well, we've known you ever since you had boyfriends. Yes. <laughs> I do remember that. I even remember a certain Polynesian boyfriend. I who... know. I was like, don't bring it up. Okay, I won't. Horrifically, uh, I'm not even going to. Yes. Spike had a yeah. sound effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was the sound effect for him? Do you remember? We're not going there. Out of respect. Out <laughs> okay. of respect. Well, and he, see, and we don't, we're not swearing out of respect for Joe. We're all mature. We're matured a bit. And you, you know, all right, back to TV. You went from radio, first you said, I'm not going to get up in the morning. And then they said, you know, all of a sudden you're Mary Tyler Moore. You're on Q13. You're, um, you know, really, you were super popular. Everybody, you were so charming and warm. And you have these cool facial expressions. And I especially love the thing where you went viral drawing the cannon. It was fantastic. That, so, that was that was where it all ended for, Bob. Way to bring that <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. No, she survived. Are you kidding? That stuff is You went I'm viral. Could you? Car, Bob. Can't you see? <laughs> Oops. I know when the kids get here, we're going to have to uh, bring it back to uh, Mary Poppins. Anyway, what was it like going to TV from radio and or, or did you not think about it? I didn't think about it because it took so long to convince somebody to just like watch a tape of mine. I, I left thinking I'm never doing media again unless it's TV. And uh, I also said I would never do news. And so the opportunity came up to do features and they did not have a job for me. They just said, go out and like do fun stuff. And so radio was like, 
radio was the only reason I was able to have any context for how to tell stories that way. Like mm. you have to be genuine when you are on the radio more so than when you're on TV, because mm. your voice is everything. Listening is everything. You have to really describe things in a way that you don't have to when there's a visual cue and you have to learn to connect with people. And so I was able to kind of use that, I think to my benefit in what I applied to TV. The problem is, is that people now see you and I didn't yeah. like that. <laughs> I mean, I loved it. I loved it. You loved it, but I, you were out at the grocery store and did you see people go, that's Casey over there. I will say sometimes, but I always got it wrong. Um, I would see somebody and we would both do the, you look familiar thing. And the one time I said, oh, it must be because I'm on television. They were like, no, I think we went to high school together. <laughs> <laughs> right. so I learned by, by the way, a funny ironic thing is we're almost back at KZOK now and all four of us are in separate rooms. So Joe, if you want to, if you want, if either you have a question, you could like raise your hand or you could uh, do a little of the Joe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting questions also, from the audience. Uh, Patty's okay. asking if Casey would ever consider going back to TV or radio. I would, I think I would do it on a occasional basis. I, I miss, I think you guys probably feel the same way. Like there is something very special about being able to connect with a wider audience of people in a way that is um, kind of a shared experience. Like there's just something magical about that. And I miss that. I miss being able to share parts of my life, knowing that there were people who hopefully benefited from my stupidity or benefited or felt less alone because we were being vulnerable about something or sharing something that you don't usually get to hear about. So I, I miss, I definitely miss that. I don't miss news, but I do miss doing stories on TV and I miss the aspect of radio that was kind of the little family that we, that we created or yeah. that you created and allowed me to be a part of, I should say. Well, 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 uh, by the way, I do miss news as in, I try not to watch it at all. I try to miss Same. every bit of news. Yeah. Same. It's just, well, there's very little I can do about it. And to what you were saying, and I'd like Spike to comment on it too. There's something about an improv conversation between a group of people who are like a family. And I don't mean, you know, family as in related family, but just like the Seinfeld show or like uh, so many situational comedies used to have where you get to know all the characters. They don't surprise. I mean, I mean if there's a surprise right now, we're... Um, we are 31 minutes into this and Joe has not taken a bite to eat. Remember how always he... <laughs> he's got a can in his hand. Yeah, I've got a can of soda water. <laughs> oh, you have a... Wait a minute. Did oh, yeah. I miss it? Well, no, no I, you... not, I, the thought is not lost on me. I forgot to bring any, uh, any fortification okay. into the okay. studio with me. I, 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 but I, I mean, I could if this out, were, I might have, protein bar if this were situational to... comedy and uh, it'd be like seinfeld and i'm like elaine is not dancing yet what's happening you know because um i always love that about you 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 graze oh yeah i i, I and, and i i know well, most of it was reasonably healthy i mean fruit and stuff of course when the top pike guy comes by with the 
you know, bacon, El uh, bacon, maple donuts on Elvis's birthday, you certainly are polite and you certainly are going to eat a few of those. Absolutely. But, uh, also, it, you can't I turn down free food. food. Yeah. Yeah. And teaching it, by the way, you think radio is, is bad for your diet. Teaching may be worse. Uh, nobody, they love to feed teachers, it's, especially uh -huh. the beginning of the year. When, when you take the kids, the parents, they have a big meal. It's like, thank you. Taking my kids, we'll feed you all day long. And you get gift certificates for food. You get, you know, the black student union had their black history month dinner. And kudos to the kid who did the ordering. I don't know how he bought baked beans in the gallons. I mean, there was five gallons of beans left after this thing. And I've been eating those a lot. Um, uh, I, I won't get beans are good for you. They have a lot of fiber. Yeah. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of good eating that to be done. I'm flying to New York tomorrow morning. I've got a reservation at Carmine's. We're going to juniors tomorrow night. Um, uh, and by the way, if anybody knows a good place in Manhattan, I got a room for one more meal to book, mm. but, uh, we're going to do some good eating, uh, this week for sure. Are oh, you doing that? You're doing that high school radio, uh, convention thing, the high school college. Yeah. Radio thing. The, uh, okay. intercollegiate broadcasting conference. We're nominated for 48 awards and uh, oh my gosh, uh, I know it, it's kind of a, that's almost too many. It's like, cause then people go. What kind of awards are these? I mean, yeah. 48, that's a little out of hand, and, and maybe it is. Um, but that's used okay. of a comma in a sentence. They got you up for that one again. Yeah, they, they're pretty specific. Uh, we do have the best. I'm up for best advisor, but I've never won that ever. I'm the Susan never. Lucci of, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've been nominated for that a few times in a few different spots, and uh, uh, so far I haven't won that. So, oh, you should, um, you should. So let's, uh, Casey, you had a brilliant career. Joe went on to do the most important thing of his life. I think, although I think he brought a lot of joy to our audience over two and a half decades. Um, he's mentoring young broadcasters. I, I, I don't know if you've ever seen that thing that, you know, uh, you're truly a great person when you plant a tree to create shade and you know, you won't be sitting under it or some, one of those stupid mean things. You know, that kind of thing. And Joe's doing that. He's uh, his legacy will be a generation of kids that he taught his kind heart and his uh, wonderful empowerment of them to express themselves. And you know, he's just the greatest. Spike, on the other hand, um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, he's on the biggest station in the Northwest talking you know, yeah. about the important yeah. issues every night. Yeah. I'm so proud of all of you guys. It's, it's, God. it's, it's good to see, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, now, you know, Spike's story, the, the, how he got back on Cairo, right? Back on the radio on Cairo. Yeah. Oh, say again. Wait. Uh oh, kids are coming. I have a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Daycare closed five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. um, if I went and threw them in the car, could I dial back in or is that? Too yeah, much? of course you can. Yeah, of course. Okay. I have to go get them. Uh, don't but drive. Also, for, don't broadcast while you're driving, but no, we'd no, love I'll to see the kids. The parking lot. They can eat okay. later. Okay? You're going to introduce right your, are, are they your kids or do you, are you taking other people's kids too? <laughs> Whoever comes with me without. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'd love to meet them. Well, All you, right. Casey. Five minutes late. You get the last two. Sorry. 
Yeah. Oh, no, I got to go. Yeah, yeah. Not All, right. Kids. All right, later, Casey. There she goes. Okay. Uh, uh, that's fun, huh? Yeah, she's yeah she she looks the same. I mean, since ah, exactly I haven't the same. seen her in a few years, and she has not changed a bit. No. Mm. Yes, Kevin, we all love her. Um, I think we hit the jackpot with every single female co-host we had on the show. I could say news gal, uh, but they were more than that. They were always um, like sisters. Like in Casey, when she came on, she was much younger, so it was a little bit of a super younger sister thing. And then it just worked out incredibly well. Then Maura came back. Then Jody. I mean, how lucky can you get all three great personalities? I'm in a really nice mood tonight. I'm very benevolent to everybody on our, should I say something mean? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you got the med with... style just right. You know, it's great. Uh, it have, not on anything at the moment, but, um, Let's connect a little with you, Spike. Uh, how are you doing for people who haven't heard you just talk about yourself lately? Um, it, this is a phenomenal time, and I, and I didn't think that was ever going to happen again. It was the last four or five years have been brutal on everybody in this country. I first off am not that isn't lost on me. Everybody's had a tough road, a lot more tougher than I've had. But I had my career pulled out from under me. Um, tried to reinvent yourself in your mid fifties. Um, and enter a workforce that is ageist on its best day. Uh, a, a time I, I tried to get back into the work world when white men had had their day. And you know what I'm saying? It was, seriously, it was, yeah. it was Nomo was rushing out to help the older white guys. They'd had just enough of the American dream. It was time to spread that around a little bit. And I can respect that. But it made taking care of my family just about impossible to do. And uh, I, I, I fashioned a position as a, as a spokesperson for um a, an an effort to let to, for for natural gas i was a spokesperson for natural gas which bob mm -hmm. just it blows blew bob away because i'm i am a card carrying woke libtard foot soldier of freedom by most of the people <laughs> who listen to my show that's how they describe me so for me to get there humping for natural gas was a bit of a shock for everybody but that got me on uh, as a guest on the dory monson show to talk about affordable energy and uh that led to the powers of be at Cairo asked me if I want to do fill-in shows and I, I jumped at the chance to be on the radio again for the for two weeks I sat with seven different co-hosts over mm -hmm. three different time slots you were baptized with uh I mean you were thrown in to seven yeah. different shows and yeah. I don't know this is one of the things about you and I am in a really nice mood tonight so I'm just gonna roll with it um, this is one of the things I don't know of any other radio person, Joe, do you, of uh, anyone we've met at all the conventions, all the years of boot camps and radio conventions. Can you think of anyone else who could be thrown in with any show and be funny and sur survive or even want to do it? Spike knows, uh, about a lot of stuff. He surprises me, especially listen to him on Cairo. It's like, how is he now? What's he going to say about this? You're actually pretty darn well read these days i gotta say and spike can, spike can hang in with anybody in any conversation and will always be the funniest guy in the room and 
maybe the second smartest, maybe the smartest, but always the funniest. And and always that's what I tell, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's what I tell my kids. <laughs> and by the way, too. second smartest is still pretty smart. There's seven or eight billion oh, yeah. people. I mean, he may on this planet. He may be the smartest, but he'll definitely he'll definitely be the funniest. And and, uh, billion. Yeah. and that gets you a long ways in broadcasting and in everything. I think. Yeah. yeah. I tell people I'm like I'm like the Lincoln Memorial Reflection Pond. I'm broad and long, but very shallow. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I, I look good, but don't dive in too deep. You'll hurt your head. So well, but anyway, okay. uh, after after a couple of weeks as a fill in a Cairo, they offered me a full time job yeah, doing nights from seven to ten, and I'm yeah. and I'm filling in next week. I'm filling in for the late Dory Monson in all his week? show for all week long next week. So and you're and doing this Thursday with a co-host, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice kid named Jack Stein who lives down in uh, California. He's a recovering addict conservative. So those those are rare. You know, he still he still has his conservative. Are you saying most conservatives just keep drinking all the way to the grave? Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, most 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 people who deal. I don't know. I'm I'm stereotyping, and I don't mean I yeah. hate when I do that. But uh, most people who have been through addiction, I, I don't lean conservative. I think they tend hmm. to lean more on the liberal side of life. The second chance side of life, and I don't know if that's a real true conservative. Uh, um, point of it's view. prejudice. You're doing it. I do it all the time yeah. too. I mean, I I, I have a friend um, who's a gay right ultra right winger, and I I am like, um, and I don't want to say too much about him, uh, but I'm like, you know, they don't like broad groups of people who don't kowtowed to you know but there's there's different groups within every group that yeah. don't fit the mold yeah. and yeah. uh we we are not trained to think that we're trained to think that you know you're trained by one kind of media to think that the others are all like this and you're trained and they're trained to think you're all open borders and yeah yeah you know yeah. defund the police i've never wanted to defund anybody actually <laughs> i'd like to refund us oh look who's back there she is yep. oh, it's dark now oh it yeah, is and, uh, our, our listener or texter says hey you said no politics i wasn't talking politics i really wasn't i was describing no, my I, I actually veered into not that. passing right. judgment on his yeah. points of view in any way shape or and by the way we yeah. did really good by the way because there's been no politics oh, I lost and you. i realize we're only 75 percent old white guys right now but that's still pretty good all right casey what do you got we just lost spike but we got casey back <laughs> okay you have to drive them home now right I do eventually. That's the gig. But this is Scarlett. Can you say hi, Scarlett? Can you say hello? Aww. And this is Quinn. He's my little oh, sister. Quinn. Pika, Pika. That's Pikachu. It's that's Hobbs. All right. That's so cute. Oh, so nice Scarlet, of you to share that with us. With, I used to work with them on the radio. Do you yes. know what the radio is? <laughs> the radio is cupcakes. Sure. The radio is cupcakes. Sure. Um, uh, Scarlett, can, right can I ask Scarlett something? Oh, yeah. Scarlett, Scarlett has a question for you. Do you know that your mommy used to sing on stage with a big rock band and she's an awesome singer? Do you know that? I don't know if I do or not. No. I she's awesome. What? She never singing on stage. You did? Mm. Yeah. Where was she... I? <laughs> <laughs> I saw you. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah, Scarlett went skiing. I went skiing yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure this is uh, riveting for your... Are you kidding? (laughs) This is the best part of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like Joe, you are doing the most important work of your life right now. Oh, my God. They're they're amazing. You guys are good kids. Except for you're showing us Pika's butt. Okay, well... I, I hey, wish I hey, no time. cussing on the show. We were gonna be, we we're gonna keep it clean. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Would you like some cuppy? Some what? I don't even know what we're talking about. Take my cup. Great. Um, I <laughs> yes. If you ever, if you ever do this again and fancy a guest, please, I would love to. I would love to join because I want to hear how you guys are doing. All right. The plan is to do this once in a while, not not so much that it becomes a block my number kind of a thing. But yes, we would love <laughs> we'd love to have you back, ladies and gentlemen. Casey, let's hear it for. Her. Hey, Thank Casey. You guys so much. Hi. I miss you. Hi. We miss you too. Like get out of here. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, there's a little Casey right there. That's All kinda... right. All right, so let's try some topics and see if we can get out of politic land. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really hard. Um, Joe, you had a couple things on your mind. Well, I the last time we talked, I we I told you about the Chat GPT and we played with that. And uh, I was saying I I downloaded another app, and this is not anything to do with artificial intelligence. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's downloaded this because uh, actually. More people have downloaded this than Amazon or anything in the last couple of weeks. This is now the biggest shopping app in America. It passed Amazon and Walmart. You know what it is? The Sears Robot Catalog. Oh, it's called, <laughs> um, it's called Temu, T-E-M-U. Have you I heard no of this? I have no idea what that is. No. Okay, they they had a Super Bowl commercial, and it comp- they ran actually two or three, and I was like, what is this? And uh, then I saw somebody mention something about it. So I downloaded it. And what it is, is buying the cheapest stuff you can imagine. Um, and I mean cheap. Um, I just bought an ear and nose hair trimmer for $1.79 electrical. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, so this I is a job ear- you don't want to do with a high precision instrument. You, you don't oh. need much to do this. Oh, yeah. I got I got twelve pairs of socks coming for seven ninety nine, and they look like good ones. So we'll see. But I, I've heard that uh, Americans are reluctant to use this because they think it can't be any good because it's so cheap. Now it's cheap. Uh, so I it's a not, shopping. Is it a shopping app? Just curious. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. called Timu, and it works just like Amazon or whatever. Except this is the part that concerns me a little. You're basically buying direct from the Chinese, and they're. You know, this could be like TikTok or something, and I don't want to hold on a second. I do think, I do think. Do you remember the movie Young Frankenstein? Uh, Spike? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think anytime someone says the Chinese, a horse should neigh in the background. Don't you think? <laughs> like Frau Blucher, <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe something or, else. But I mean, we need a we need a gong, but that's so racist. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. All right, we're not going to talk <laughs> politics, but when you said the Chinese. You sounded like you have been indoctrinated by recent media PR narratives to think that the place that makes most of our crap and has empowered our world uh, with cheap smartphones and everything else 
is making you feel guilty. So without well, veering into just, politics, are you do you feel guilty from buying from the Chinese? Oh, I don't feel guilty. I'm just concerned putting something on my phone. It's like they may be getting me, you know, and I don't I don't want to I we talked about this a little. I don't look at Chinese as enemies or anything, but they're right. they're luring me in to putting something on my phone with a dollar seventy nine nose hair trimmer, but who knows what else that app may be doing in the background we will lure them in with cheap nose hair trimmers yeah once we I have mean, them i can show you right here here's an acdc shirt i don't know if you can see this i've seen that AC beautifully yeah yeah beavis How and butthead did you pay for that acdc shirt Nice black uh, on a Chinese yeah, app, um, or uh, or uh, on a cruise ship, or at the airport, it would be forty dollars. Um, in a cheap uh, port in Mexico, when you're on vacation at Cabo, it would be what two for ten bucks. And how much is yeah. on that app? No. Five dollars seventy eight cents. So. You know, no, I don't know if Angus Young is. Casey reminded me about the bell. I totally forgot about the bell. Yeah. How much, Joe? So, Five dollars. Yeah. And seventy-eight cents. Five dollars okay. and seventy-eight cents, and it's delivered right to your door. Free shipping, everything. So that's the that's the price out the door. So <laughs> I haven't received anything yet. I'll let you know how how the stuff is. But I wound up, and they get you because. I didn't really want anything, but then I saw the nose hair trimmer. It's like for that price, I got to try that. And, right. and then, you know, one thing led to another and basically it's, it's buying all the little junk we buy already, but it's, it's, you're going straight to the factories. You're going, you're cutting out the middlemen. So okay. other countries, they're used to paying this stuff. And, and by the Maybe, way, yeah, contraband. I mean, not that I'm needing that stuff, but, you want a nice big bong or something? I mean, they got all that stuff here for a yeah. lot cheaper than uh, than you would get it in a store. Uh, so I'm I'm just I'm curious. I'm curious about something too. How is it that you have gotten this far in life with as much hair as you have springing out of everywhere except the top of your head, and you don't already have a nose hair trimmer? Well, I've I I I've got the manual version. I mean, I. I've got scissors. I do, you know, I, I, I try my best, but yeah. I've had some miscalculations and it does hurt. I mean, when you, <laughs> you know, you get a, you get a bad one and then on my ears, not to get too graphic, but I just shave, shave the back of my ears. No kidding. You know, okay. and, You've uh, never had a nose yeah. hair trimmer in, in your life. No, but I've never had the, uh, you know, a, a legit, you know, powered one i think my wife you, might have bought you still one. don't by the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see i mean that's because everything I'm, they, I'm hearing uh, about is uh did, did, you know did they send you a tracking number joe yeah in fact they just uh they, they they're shipping some stuff is not going to be shipped early march like clothing because it's like the spring fashions i guess and they're still manufacturing them but uh yeah, yeah. the ACDC I mean, shirts part of their spring I mean, line custom, custom made to order nose trimmers we don't start your nose trimmer until the order comes in oh yeah send us, send us a, a, a clay image of your nose and we'll make it the fit yeah well the person I heard from said that about 90% of the stuff is really good and I figured hmm. you know I'm ordering a right. hundred bucks worth of stuff and if 90% of it is good I mean I'm getting a 
ton of stuff. I don't even know what all I want to. I got a. Uh, uh, I've always wanted to be able to wash my back a little better. I got a back washer coming, uh, like a, a scrub brush for my back. I don't know why it became like you know maintenance tools for my body. But that's <laughs> kind of the category I got in, and I started ordering. We're all so we're all in that boat. All right, say the name of the website uh, or the app one more time, Joe. It's Temu, T E M U. And, uh, and it's, uh, I mean, they say it's, it's past Amazon just from their Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Now, I don't know. No. I don't see if anybody else is using this stuff. Um, and, and I, you saw, did I, just... I saw that news story today, Joe. It has passed okay. Amazon. And you did and describe Walmart. the um, business model of creating a new app or a new um, uh, a new anything these days, which is you have to come in. And you have to get market share super fast by offering an incredible value before someone else can match that value. And um, and then once you have everybody, as Amazon knows, you raise the price and you make a margin. So initially, your, your theory that they're sucking you in, of, of course, a new company is, is doing that. Uh, the fact that it's Chinese... I. This puzzles me. I, I I really don't think that a nose hair trimmer could be sent from China for five dollars or whatever the shirt for five dollars. I, I they must be already sitting in a warehouse in New Jersey, but to make you think you're getting a great deal, maybe they claim. I I mean everything is made in China, isn't it? I mean the shirts we're all wearing, Bangladesh, China. Or clothing, none of it's made here, right? Yeah, I'm guessing this just about everything on this app is probably manufactured in China or somewhere okay. close by. And I don't know. I mean, maybe you know, dollar seventy nine for a nose hair trimmer. Maybe there is a little spy cam in there or something. Maybe there, you know, <laughs> yeah, in my house. I don't know. But I mean, I, I, I have, I have a general trust. I mean, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not too worried about that part but uh i guess i uh, going back to like the days of the lead-based paint on toys and stuff i don't know yeah. if i would buy a lot of things from my kids but you know i'm at this age you know what's your, a little your, your nose hair trimming risk was already high based yeah, on yeah. your scissors so <laughs> yeah it can't be any worse only than improve scissors. all right yeah. As we, don't smoke uh, as, out of a Chinese bomb. Don't do it. <laughs> don't yeah, do it. Yeah. Uh, All right. I, didn't, I just spike. was curious when they started popping up. I was surprised they offered them for cheap. I'm gonna. We're all gonna secretly download the app later. What's it called? Yeah, Timu. 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 Yeah, and I could I could search. I mean, if there's something spe specific you're looking for, now there's things they don't have, like things that you would buy in bulk for. You know, they didn't seem to have great deals on, on some, you know, some things. But little gadgets, they've got lots of stuff. That's because you can fit zillions of those on a shipping container. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. And you could still smuggle families in. Oh, dude. That's why it's not coming until March. They have to finish loading the container with families. That's yeah. right. Okay, Joe. Um, <laughs> we're... Uh, uh, it's impossible for us not to say something political, but by not veering into politics, I think we're doing a great job so far. Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, China. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spike, how are you today? And what's, uh, what's a topic on your mind that's not mm. political, personal, um, or just interesting? You know, uh 
we had a story last night that I kind of chewed on for a while about a girl who's uh, was using social media as her diary, her TikTok diary. And the girl was dealing with, uh, you know, anxiety and self-doubt as all kids these days are. Joe, you know better than anybody. It's been oh, a rough yeah. road. It's been a rough road for teenagers the last few years. You lose the social um, element of your life by not being able to actually go to school. We're all tuned into the social media more, but known more so than kids. Uh, this kid was uh, experiencing, you know, anxiety, self-doubt. She thought she may be bipolar, and she expressed all this on her TikTok page. And it's there are numerous studies that say um, kids use social media as a support system, and it does a lot of good to hear other kids your age saying, "Hey, I'm, I go through it too. I felt that way myself." You know that that you're not alone mentality is really beneficial from social media. Uh, but of, of course, there are downsides. Um, this kid was applying to college and trying out for a sports team, and the coaching staff saw her TikTok feed and said. Um, you're too uh, depressing for our team. They decided to pull her scholarship because her social media platform, her, her, her video diary on TikTok, uh, confessed to how she felt unsure a lot of times. She was too dark and too depressing to be on their, on their team. And they pulled her scholarship. And I, and I, I, I kind of went a little off last night because, uh, first off, I said the poor kid was brave enough to put herself out there hmm. and to me coaching is, is so much more than putting a team on the field you know it's it's about shepherding young people um up to to through through the development ages of their life teaching them these different skills and different values about teamwork and perseverance and commitment and blah blah blah, blah all the things that you need to be successful in anything in life and I was just saying last night as I was talking about the story, probably the greatest thing that coach, the coaching staff that bailed on her, greatest thing they ever did was bail on her. Because if you, you know, how do you, how do you not see a kid who's crying for help in social media, who's got genuine athletic skill? And how do you not as a coach say, you know what, come join this family. We'll, we'll make sure you feel supported. We'll make sure that you know you're not alone. You know, what, what an opportunity missed by this coaching staff. And the past, the fact that they passed on this girl was probably the greatest gift they ever could have given her. And, uh, you know, it was a story in the Washington Post. And I was saying, you know, I hope that wherever, and the kid didn't say what school she ended up going to. And she didn't name the school that pulled their scholarship. She didn't want it to, you know, to come back to bite her. Um, I was just saying, you know, wishing her the best in the future. And hopefully she found a coaching staff that was supportive and would step up and help her when she needed help. I just thought, but I, I bring all this up because we're lucky. We grew up at a time where all of our stupidity just was evaporated into the wind. It wasn't captured forever and ever. You well, know? we weren't, we weren't living our lives as performance art. It's even yeah, more and, than, uh, yeah. yeah, it's so much depth to this story, Spike. I'm glad you brought it up. And by the way, your skills at narrative and telling the story and setting it up. It's as if you've been practicing. <laughs> you're what? so good at this now. I, well, I, <laughs> I sat next to I sat next to the best guy ever for a long, long time. Watched. Oh um, no, no, no! Uh, Seriously, well, no, dude. Uh, so, so, uh, so many angles to that story, and you didn't once say that she got canceled, but she did get canceled without. You know, yeah. I know that's a buzzword. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the other aspect of this story, because you cannot put the toothpaste back into the tube. 
You can't put the genie back into the bottle. If you're a child growing up in this time, your life is part performance art from the moment you get this device. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of aspects to this, like at what age should someone have a device? How do you keep them from getting too far into it? And then once they're in high school, how old is this girl? She was applying. Well, she she was applying for college. Yeah, it was college, high school, senior age. So So it it was, I think, water polo or water skiing or so. It was a water sport. So you can't, you can't, it's sort of like you can't lock your daughter up until her wedding night. You can't lock kids up away from a smartphone all the way to college. So, um, so the challenge these days, mentoring, raising kids, or even just being a decent human being amongst other human beings, the challenge is to be somehow supportive in a way that society has not figured out how to handle yet. I mean, we know that social media and bullying uh, therein cause suicides and all kinds of serious problems. And we know that it's not a fair, like, like Spike said, we had the, we had the right to be forgotten. Oh yeah. The the luxury, (laughs) the The luxury of, yeah. Um, And um, you know, even there are things that are still in my permanent record at Brantford High School somewhere. But I, <laughs> you cannot search them with a search engine. Yeah, there's uh, no YouTube channel of the stuff we. Yeah. Do. So I guess a part of me feels like somehow it's unfair, but somehow in high school you have to learn that you are media, whether you want to be or not, and that whatever you just choose to say or do publicly may have consequences. And uh, I wish it wasn't so, because you, you should, the, the innocence is, you know, being taken away earlier and earlier. But uh, you, you seem to be positive about this girl. She's going to do okay. That this was well, the story uh, yeah. was a human interest story that she's she's okay in spite of it. Well, that they did her it's a favor. A, it's it, yeah, I, I think because she she hopefully landed at a school with a coaching staff that knows their job is so much bigger than winning a competition. You know, they're I mean, uh, uh, and I'll not sidebar real quick, but Dory Monson, who I disagreed with on most of the things that he spoke to on the radio. Um, politically, from the guy, would you say other yeah, than yeah. politically, he was because we're not talking about politics today. He's no, no, one no. of the sweetest that, men I know. That was what I was about to say. He was yeah. he was a coach. He was a high school basketball coach. He was a basketball coach at every level of his his, his three daughters lives. Um, and he got it. He got the value of what coaches did for young people. It was a brilliant example of what coaches, how important it is to have a mentor in the way of a sports coach. Um, and that these this this school that pulled her ride, you know, d- didn't they don't deserve to be coaches? No. People that you know, you're you're too depressing for our team. Let's you know, lynch we, them we, on social media, shall we? I I I cancel them till the day is done, man. I really yeah. want that's you know th- that <laughs> kind of coaching is bad for co- gives coaching a bad name. You know, well, but, 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 but it's water polo though, and she's the goalie. You don't want somebody all bummed out. It's like, oh, go ahead, score. <laughs> what do I care? I mean, you need you want somebody fired up, you know? Yeah, I haven't I, seen I, her. I, I, I haven't seen her posts, but the but the general. Yeah. Uh, and again, call. Uh, here's another thought: college is different. College yeah. is different from um, 
from you know, middle school, school, high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. College it sports is. are more brutal, and if you if you aren't right for the team, you you're not entitled to be on the team. So I, I, yeah, that's that's a fair yeah. side of this whole thing. I think what I drew from last night's story was um, that it's always it's out there forever. Okay. The stuff yeah, you yeah. post in social media. You know, I've always uh, told my girls, um, you know, if if you don't want to own a billboard across the street from your mom's house, don't put it on your phone because that's about the same expectation of privacy. Yeah. You know, the, right. the, boy, um, the boy you're sending that picture to is going to show it to all his friends. I'm going well, to do a quick thing now. I'm go- oh, Joe, if you had a comment, go ahead, get it in. and then uh, I'll, just I'll, you, I know a little about college admissions and uh, uh, it's not the essays. It's not your grade point average. It's not the letters of recommendation. It's not your SAT scores. You know how colleges are deciding who they take nowadays. Artificial intelligence. They're scraping the web. See, so when you apply for a college, I write letters of recommendation. I just got one. A kid needs one for Syracuse before midnight tonight. Great planning there, Dylan, uh, but I'll still get it for you. But that's not what gets you into college. It's, it's the, they will go out and they will scrape the web for both the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And companies the reason, will do that too for hiring. Yeah. yeah. And the reason that a, a lot of people get into colleges is the good things they do. They're Googleable. If you win the New York Times podcast, that's Googleable. But if you also have a public social media page that is not, you know, password protected, that is also very Googleable and they will check mm-hmm. all that out. So think about that when you're uh, when you're going for college admissions. It's way beyond just with the stuff you're putting on paper. It's way beyond the grades. It's the robots. We used to, we used to just there. get plastered and pass out wherever we want without having to think about it being a media being posted oh, tomorrow. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I want to uh, our reluctant uh, webmaster is going to say hi for just a second. <laughs> hey, Dave. How are What's you? up? Dave's behind the scenes. Uh, do we have a test we're going to try putting a listener on for the first time ever? He's in the green room there. I just posted the link in the in the uh, comments to see if it'd work. Okay, what's his, we have John uh, on deck there. All right, so you put out the link and John responded. Yeah, this is we've never done this before. It's the equivalent of taking an unscreened phone caller on the radio. We used to have a second <laughs> seven second delay, but it's the internet. I mean, when you think of all the stuff that could be routinely found on the internet, <laughs> John's going to bring it to us now. Let's go. Yeah, here's yeah. John. John, <laughs> welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, Bob? Oh, good, 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 good. Yes, uh, it's tilt your camera a little bit. See, no one is a TV producer. You get your head right in the middle. There you go. Okay, wonderful. I was slashing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, John, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, John, where are you calling from? <laughs> uh, Maple Valley, Washington. Listen to you guys forever uh, through multiple stations and all that. And I'm very happy to see you guys out here. I'm curious, are you guys planning on making this a regular thing? I'd love to. I know you guys don't want to do a daily thing anymore, but could you pop up once a month or catch up on current events? You know, um, there's a price at which anything becomes possible. <laughs> just kidding um i'd love it if these guys want to do that occasionally i'll, I'll let them speak for themselves but a, but an occasional uh, you know joe's an educator who um is going to bring this technology to his students i know that uh, i i know how he, joe is and he's working constantly i mean he's thinking now about what he's learning and how he can pass it on to his young people right joe exactly and but i love this i would love to get together with you and spike is 
as often as practical. And I know Spike's got a full time. He's got to be on the radio every night, uh, pretty soon, actually. So, you know, yeah. you're getting share and I'm getting. And the thing about it. Spike, have you heard him on Cairo yet? Yes. Yeah, we should give a we should give a plug because the thing about Spike, which he alluded to earlier, is that he is he started as the swing man filling in on every shift, worked with seven different co-hosts. Then they gave him nights. And now he and he's still the swing shift filling guy on every shift. And now because of sad, uh, the sad loss of our friend Dory and and lots of other oh. you know normal vacations and things, Spike is on often multiple shifts a day so when i look tomorrow at i'm guys, on tomorrow i'm on nine to 12 and seven to ten thursday and friday and all next week i'm on 12 to three and seven to ten man yeah. so i would actually come on every day because i'm just lonely and retired <laughs> <laughs> but i and casey alluded to this earlier I could never have been one of those blowhard all by myself hosts because I would have kicked my, I would have pulled myself off. I would have given myself the hook on like on the gong show uh, because I don't think I have anything useful to say monologuing, uh, but I find the interplay in an improv conversation to dig out information and look for funny angles. That's what I missed. And I would do it as much as I could get these guys to, to visit. And the unsung hero up there is, um, Dave, our webmaster, who's really an executive producer who gets all this technology working. He has the coolest set of all of us. Look at that. He's got the, the office screen. with a view of the space needle. That's <laughs> yes, great. yes, yes. It's amazing. And so uh, the answer, be. yeah, the answer to your question uh, is that, yes, of course, Greg. Uh, is this you, Greg? Yes. No, Greg's you. on the, John's on the, John's on the, John's on the bottom. Greg's yeah. Okay. I lost. Uh, I lost everybody's name. Um. Who's that guy? Is that Joe? Is that Spike? I don't see everybody's name anymore. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a little behind the scenes secret of the show. I have yeah. the attention span of a gnat, and Joe <laughs> had to prepare everybody. Well, no, I suppose not. <laughs> I can't remember anything. It was like, or some guy named Leonard Leonard who was on Star Trek. We're talking to. Um. It's just crazy. Anyway. Uh. John, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> good job. <laughs> it's good to have you on. This experiment worked well. Any other question? Um, no, not really. I'm just really happy to see you back. You are you, okay. your team is uh, a legend in Seattle broadcasting, and I don't think people say it enough. So yeah. thanks for being back. Three cheers and for John. Thanks, John. That's kind of Maple you, man. Valley, Thank you, John. John. Has a special place in my heart. That's where I got right. married. Is in Maple Valley. So yep, uh, most excellent. Uh, right next to the liquor ordered, and gun store. Yeah. Yeah. And if there were cheaper nose trim, uh, nose trimmers, <laughs> nose hair trimmers that were manufactured in Maple Valley, he would certainly buy them. But I yeah. don't think they could. Ear and nose. This is a dual purpose. So uh, yeah. that's, I'm excited about that. All right. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to keep us here much longer. Someone asked, how is Lisa doing? And uh, her and I are just, I'll, I'll close on this. We are absolutely loving las vegas like beyond our wildest dreams um uh, the why i mean even when i first thought of moving here to be closer to our grandkids to be on the west coast and to live in a smaller place in a 55 plus community and have less to take care of and, you know in case anything went badly with my health as it could have even when i thought about all that i was like are you sure vegas 
Um, but what it turned out to be is every day now I go hiking in the Sloan Canyon preserve, uh, on these little mountaintops. Lisa and I go out to concerts. We see the best shows and there's nothing to take care of here. I have this little, this is my world, this little nine by 11 room where, you know, nostalgia and friends and staying connected and, you know, um, also people fly into Vegas all the time. And if you're in Vegas and you hit me up, I'll at least say hi to you. I promise. But I, I can't have dinner with everybody. Uh, but it's been, it's been tremendous. And Lisa, I think is surprised, uh, because she hates everything I do at first. But you know it, what I mean? She warms up yeah. to it. It's well, her, my her, fault. Her, Whatever goes wrong. Her, yeah. I think I think that's a good wife, though. That's mine too. I mean, no is going to be the first word. Anything you say, but then if you can work them a little bit and, and win her know, over, win her over, wear her down, whichever way you want to say it, and uh, then sometimes they'll begrudgingly admit maybe that wasn't such a bad idea. Yeah, and she's more than that. She's thrilled and. And this Friday, I get to uh, Saturday, I get to hop on an airplane and go back to Vermont and make maple syrup for a month. So the next time we do this, any of us, where it's Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly uh, and you guys guesting or just the three of us, I'm going to be in the maple syrup evaporator room. And I know that the lighting won't be as good. I have no idea how it's going to it's going to work, but um, still experimenting with this technology and realizing that you can do all of this um you know just in a browser it's fantastic and uh, you're, you're the only person in the world with, you're the only person in the world with a, with a sugar shack with high speed wi-fi oh yeah it's gigabit yeah. fiber yeah oh it's yeah. crazy and there's no other sugar shack doing this but i think that people will like to see how maple syrup is made yeah. i'm not worried about selling it by the way because we did a pre-sale on facebook uh and an email list a couple days ago and already i think two-thirds of it is gone and Hank has only made 35, 40 gallons, and I'm just going out there to make it for a month. So I think that'll that part will be easy. If you want, if you want maple syrup, go ahead and buy it cheaper at Costco. I don't care. Uh, but bringing you how it's made and showing you the farm and everything remotely is going to be fun. Yeah. And Scott Strong, who's just commented, I'm going to do this from Vermont. Yeah. Uh, Scott Strong is actually flying out there to help with the hardest part: the picking, packing, and shipping. Wow, and I'm, and I, I think every single, you know how like your dad would say you should go into the military so they teach you discipline. Did your dad ever say that? Yeah, <laughs> my dad never did because he knew I went that one. Yeah, he, you were that one year. Yeah. You were wore a tie dye shirt and you were anti war. Well, um, I think everybody as a at some point in their young teens should have to work in an Amazon factory, picking, packing and shipping and putting stuff in boxes. So they appreciate all that is done for them when that little truck pulls up to your house. Uh, because when I do the maple syrup, I'm like, oh yeah, made the maple syrup. Yeah, it's all done. And then I go, I got to put it, I got to make boxes. And I sit in a room with Scott and we make boxes for like two days, you know, just making boxes with a little tape, put the box together. And then it's, you know, you take the, you bottle the syrup, you put it in the box and you put the peanuts around it and you tape it up and you realize 
that for every box you get, or your wife, maybe, Melissa, does she still get boxes from Amazon? And does Kelly get boxes from Amazon? Too? Amazon built a distribution hub at the end of my street to save gas. Got it. Okay. <laughs> for every one of those boxes, and maybe they got machines that do a lot of it, but, you know, someone had to pick, pack, and ship all that. And it's just the last thought I'll leave you with is how blessed we are to uh, live in a world where where we you know we literally go doo, 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 and everything comes to us. Well, I well, had your maple syrup yeah. this morning, and I am very very low. I've been not touching it because it is really good and sacred stuff. But when I heard you were making more, I broke into it this morning and added on some protein waffles. And yeah. I bet that bottle's three years old, and it still is tasty. I mean. That's the kind of stuff you could bury with the Egyptians and then crack it open. And it would still be good, right? You I could. Mean, you it, could. Yeah. I mean, that stuff like honey and maple syrup, that it may crystallize, uh, but it lasts forever. It may, but if you re it, no matter what happens to maple syrup, if you reboil it, it's good as new. So mm -hmm. good to know. And if you want to buy an BobRivers.blog, there's a little story there, but it's going to be gone probably by the time you read. I mean, you know, there's a part of me that's always selling shit. So, oops. <laughs> Somebody said go. there's a guy in Washington State making maple syrup. Do we have trees that will you sap? Can, you can make it out of sugar. Uh, what are they called? Vine maples. Um, it's not as good and is much harder to make, but it's maple syrup. It's probably okay. I'm biased. Mm -hmm. I, I like Washington for other things. You know, grunge rock. Nobody makes better grunge rock. Weed. Yeah. Weed. I <laughs> my research is limited, although I have a card. Uh, but yes, I'm sure that any you know this is legal. I don't think this is political, but I do want to uh, acknowledge Jimmy Carter, who's who's entered hospice because yeah, I think he was a pretty great guy. And the only thing I I tried to think back and and other than spraying par paraquat all over the Mexican weed, I, I don't think there's much. You could point and say, you know, that was probably a mistake. But then when I think about that, if that had not happened, that probably got a lot of people motivated around Washington and California to say, well, we'll just start growing our own. And then the rest is mm -hmm. history, you know, and we become a huge weed economy. And part of the reason is probably because President Carter decided to spray the paraquat down there in Mexico all those years ago. I don't know. I do. I do know. There's a wonderful show called. It's not wonderful, but it's very interesting and educational. It's called Narcos. Very well researched. That talks about that time in history. And if you ever want to binge watch a show, like four seasons of Narcos, it'll make you feel guilty for ever doing drugs because you got to watch people, cartels murdering people to get the drugs to you. Made me go, oh, geez, was I a part of that? Um, but uh, anyway, in this Narcos, uh, they tell the story of the guy who invented Sensimea. He discovered that by keeping the male plant from the female plant, the female plant would get plant horny and would, um, you know, put out stronger and stronger THC. I know I'm simplifying the science a little bit, but that's that's how it works. And then um, they got super hugely successful. I forget the name of that particular cartel. And that's when the, and it got stronger. And that's when the U.S. swooped in with their planes and sprayed Paraquat on them. 
Um, and at the time, there's a great line. You know, I watch these shows and I think there are actual history. Like when I watch The Crown, I think that's really Princess Diana, not an actress playing her. <laughs> but there's a line in there. And I swear someone must have said this. Um, where the guy goes, you know, this is, and they're all gunfire and fighting and killing each other. And he goes, you know, eventually this is just going to be legal in America anyway. And it was a great, it was a great line to be in, in that show because now of course it is legal and it is very strange, very strange. Um, I think we're, yeah, I got a bump. We're at an hour and 20 minutes. I didn't think we'd go this long. That's so easy talking to you guys. And what a thrill having Casey back, huh? Amen. Yeah. Great to see her. Jeremy says without Jimmy Carter, we wouldn't have micro brew beers. Did he create micro brews? No, but Billy beer was so bad. We needed something better. I guess. I don't know. All right. Thank you, Amber. Thank you everybody else for uh, being with us. Spike, you can have the last word. Go ahead. Um, This is a gift getting to see you guys and talk to you guys. Anytime you want to do it, I'm here. That's it, man. Awesome. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Oh, you know what we should do at the end of this? We should play the whole video of Casey because we only played part of it. I'm going to bounce. Can... You guys do that. Yeah, I gotta you go, bounce. I gotta go work. Here's right. Casey performing with Spike in the...
A big leg 